You are listening to the Remotepreneurs Podcast. Here, you'll learn how to adapt to a new future of doing business remotely by listening to interviews with the new breed of entrepreneurs called Remotepreneurs. Now, welcome your host, a remotepreneur that came from the factories to building multiple location independent incomes all remotely, Philip Ville Stankowski. Hello, Remotepreneurs. This is your host, Philip Wilstankowski. We have another episode of Remotepreneurs. Today, we are going to talk about how to create your own frequency for success through the power of technology, through the power of learning, how to build your remote team. And today's guests are two guys that actually met thanks to technology, thanks to remote working. They initially were interested in music. But after that, they left their old corporate job and built their own branding and consulting business. And now actually they wrote a book named Creator of Frequency that is coming up this fall. So guys, meet Ali and Sean. Hey guys. What's up, what's up? Doing great, doing great. How you doing, fellow? Looking forward to do this interview. We were trying to schedule this probably three, four times so far, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's been a little hectic, but I'm glad for the power of technology where we're able to connect from different sides of the world and make it happen. Yeah, true. Where are you based now? Uh, right now, Houston, Texas, Houston, in the United Texas. States. Okay. And Sean, how much? How many countries did you travel so far? 40? About 25. 25? Nice. Is it different in the outside United States? A lot of things are different. Um what about the pizzas? The <laughs> oh, we're talking about pizza? Yeah. Look, see, this, this is the thing about pizza, okay? You talk about Italy, you talk about pizza. My whole thing is, is they don't agree with throwing extra toppings like buffalo chicken and barbecue pizzas. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think that's the right way to go. I think it's okay to throw anything on top of the cheese. You know, yeah. Whatever it may be. <laughs> so Italy is a nice place, but the pizzas are better in USA. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But I still love Italy. Don't get me wrong. I still love Italy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, guys, how how did you actually sh- met? Uh, go ahead. You want to start? Go ahead, guys. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right. So, um, a couple of years ago, we were actually uh, speaking through Instagram. He was a brand manager for an artist. Um, and he was running the page. So, I thought I was talking to the artist. I got all excited. But I was actually talking to Sean um, through DMs. And we were going back and forth about the music, about kind of like the background um, and the, the goals. And within a couple of months, uh, we started working together. I was at my old digital marketing company and we started doing promotions for them, started doing advertising, started doing graphic design mm-hmm. uh, for the artist page. Um, and Sean was the point of content. So I thought I was talking to the artist, like I said, but it was truly him. Um, we finally got on you know, a, a call like this, a FaceTime call, and I found out that it wasn't I was like, you know, who are you? He's like, I'm the brand manager. I'm the brains behind the organization, right? So we're pretty much uh, communicating. Uh, we tested out my services for the old company, and it was going smooth. And um, what had happened within like a month apart, he actually found a better deal uh, with a different uh, company. And uh, we parted ways on a good note. Mm-hmm. Literally a couple of weeks afterwards, uh, I had a fallout with my old partners. I completely left. I had to start my uh, digital marketing. Uh, com- uh, I had to start another one, another company all over. And then he um, 
yeah, it was a business decision and they got you know cheated out of some money and so we're pretty much started at the start both careers back over so he came he was in miami at the time he came uh, to houston to kind of meet me in person uh we talked about a couple of things kind of laid out our vision we had the same values and principles and um we we're like hey let's do this together um and i specifically remember him saying and i was standing outside uh the house he was at and we were sitting outside kind of talking about the backgrounds because we were both doing well at a really young age mm -hmm. and we, it kind of came crashing down about a week or two apart <laughs> literally and so i remember specifically uh, you remember what you said yeah i told him i said welcome he said, what do you mean? I said, welcome to the bottom, bro. There's only one way to go from here. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> and I was like, and, and ever since then, I mean, the rest is history. That's it. So we've been working on a couple of projects together. Uh, still working with a couple of artists. Uh, Sean's actually really good at that. He has a master's in entertainment business. So he has a couple of, uh, he has a couple of artists uh, under the belt. And um, then I had, I had the branding company. So we pretty much joined forces. And we were doing the marketing and branding and advertising for his artists. Uh, he had a family business, brought that under, uh, under the belt. I had a couple projects when it comes to e-commerce, drop shipping, brought that under, uh, under the belt. Um, and so just testing different markets, testing different projects, testing different businesses. And then um, finally, we actually made our, you know, uh, a new business together. Uh, we actually called the business Principles LLC because um, we had the same principles. And it was based off the book Principles by uh, Ray Dalio. Um, so that was a, that was a really good uh, book we like to read a lot and that's part of the reason that we we read so many books we took from so many different uh, associates and seminars and mentors this and that we're like you know what let's let's write our own book and I actually had the idea five six years ago so the minute I laid out the plan for him he's like I'm with it you know he understood the vision so we pretty much added both of our perspectives you know he's been to 25 countries 30 states um, kind of, we've been all over the world, you know, dealing with different, come from, you know, multicultural background, mm -hmm. being, okay, let's do this book to teach other people uh, what we know. And so, you know, six, six months later, uh, we have a book, we actually working on the second last copy, I'll show you in a second. Um, but uh, the book is, come, is set to come out in December, uh, going towards January. And the reason being is because we're getting everything perfect, getting the marketing right. Uh, getting all our branding and influencer marketing right and you know getting into the right hands and all that so fast forward to now seven seven or eight projects later this branding company kind of an autopilot we have a couple of strategic partners doing real estate uh, real estate investing um, in Texas um, doing jewelry uh, family business and just kind of exploring man gonna keep our hands in all these pots and you know have several streams of income and kind of motivate people and because we found our passion we want to help other people find their passion that's part part of the reason why, I wrote, why we wrote the book did i miss anything no i think uh <clears throat> what he was saying on the book as well is that you know a lot of the knowledge comes from what we've learned right it's not like it's not like we know everything i think because we've read so much and we've watched so much and learned so much from a lot of other great people it definitely helped us you know write the book so, so basically, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So, so basically, the book is your personal experience, and I think you mentioned you read probably 500 plus books, right? So you tested, tested out the principle from different books and just created your own, your frequency, yeah. your book, right? Yeah. So, kind of tell them what create your frequency kind of represents yeah. for us, and that that will that will kind of lay out 
all the topics in the book that we talk about. Oh. Okay. So create your frequency for us. For uh, So the word create, right? The create uh, stands for a lot of things. Uh, our whole thing is whether it's music or art or fashion or business or, you know, anything to literally go ahead and do it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait too long. Just go ahead and create it, whatever that, that may be. The word frequency is a, you know, a unit of measurement so represented as a wavelength, right? Yeah. Um, like, you know, you hear, you hear the word vibes, right? Good vibes, good vibrations. And so we want to create a positive vibration for ourselves, starting with ourselves. All Me starting for myself, him starting for himself, you starting for yourself. And then when we come together, the frequencies line up and we can elevate higher um, at a higher level together as a team. But it starts within ourselves. So the book talks about, I'm talking about everything, man from personal development, it's a personal development book. So we talk about mental health, talk about mindset, talk about emotional intelligence and you know actual intelligence, IQ and EQ, awareness, awareness of self, awareness of surroundings. And then we transition to uh, you know what we consume, whether it's the right foods, uh, listen to the right music, you know, all these are vibrations. And so you wanna surround yourself with the best vibrations, including surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, because the, the better the vibration, the higher the frequency, you know, it's like like attracts like. So if you, you hang out with four millionaires, you will be the fifth. But that's because everyone's vibrating at the same level, right? Yeah, um, makes if sense. If you hang out with five people, that, four, four people that complain, you will naturally be have a tendency to complain. So it's all about elevating your frequency. And, um, you know, just showing you an example, like at our workstation right now, there's so many books that are just sitting here. So like you know, attraction for business. Um, everything we mentioned, by the way, is kind of in our book. So we also recommend after you read our book, go back in depth and read these individual books itself mm -hmm. because you'll have a better understanding. And then also using technology and you know efficiency, we also do stuff like this. Um, executive growth. Executive growth is a company that writes summaries. This book is 600 pages, but they wrote a summary, which is like you can read it in three hours. Yeah. So all the highlight points called, you know, look, Sapiens, and they have a whole collection. We have David Goggins. Now people have no excuse. Exactly. So check it out on Amazon. Order your, you know, order the whole collection. It'll cost you a hundred bucks. Um, like six, seven dollars each. It costs you a hundred bucks, and now you, now you have all the books that you can read in two hours, right? All the, all the good ones. Yeah, instead of, I mean, yeah. I did, did, uh, used mentor box. I don't know if you used that. Oh, mentor box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like everything is a video visual, also a summary. And if you want, you can read the entire book, but I think there are a lot of books and That's having a summary to know the key points, it's, it's of big value to, for everybody because you don't have time to read everything. Right. Right. Who's the CEO of MentorBox? His, his name is Doctor What? Um, Doctor, it's Tai Lopez partner. I don't know what was the name. Mates, something like that. Uh, Alex, uh, Alex, Alex, Alex. Yeah, yeah Alex yeah, Mates, yeah, something Alex, like yeah. that. Nice. Yeah. Very good idea. Yeah. So, nice idea. Nice idea. Nice idea. Exactly. There's also, man, we just discovered something very easily. Um, it's called FourMinuteBooks.com/book-summaries. I'm gonna actually send it to you, okay, Philip? Yeah, sure. I'll, like, I'll send it in the in the show 500 notes. 500 titles. 
500 titles that you can read each book summary in four minutes or less. And there's books about everything, politics, economics, psychology, motivation, mindfulness, technology, everything. So we'll send you. Yeah. The purpose of that, man, is the reading as much as you can, learning as much as you can, so you can actually create your own frequency. The, mo the more you know, the more chances you, you line yourself up to hit that home run, right? Definitely. In my experience, uh, it's the same. My first job was, I was working in a shoe factory and I was earning like 50 cents an hour, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, like... My dad's first job was a shoe factory. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> So you have to learn and you have to escape the environment if you want to to grow, if you want to change. At least that's the first thing I saw when I was, I think, at 18 or 19 years. I was like five bucks a day. I mean, what can you do with five, six bucks? Nothing. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely part of our motivation, right? I mean, when you bring stuff like that up, I mean, I... I've heard my father's stories, right? Seven, eight years old, tying shoes and shoelaces, 10, 11 years old, cleaning dead bodies. Wow. All right. So it's like, when you hear stuff like that, then you know that you're blessed and that we, we don't go through anything out here. We're okay. We have no excuse. You know, we have a lot of advantage here, you know, or, or just being, uh, growing up in America, you know, it's, it's definitely, we're blessed, man. Yeah. And that's part of the reason, you know, we, we recommend travel a lot because mm -hmm. once you travel, it opens your eyes to how other people live because, you know, you know, most of the world, 95 plus percent of the world lives on less than $2 a day. You know, it's crazy. So we got to take what we have and really, really create our frequency because, I mean, literally on, on, our, on our whiteboard right there, our, uh, our, we have 10 affirmations written down and two of them talk about you know, creating something that gives other people opportunity and create, you know, being able to bless everybody else because we've been blessed, you know? Yeah. So life is, a, <clears throat> life is an unfair place. You know, you, uh, you, you don't ask for this life. You get born into certain situations. Some people get lucky. Some people don't. And I feel like if you do, you have to do something to give back, right? You have to do something to be, be good to the world because the world's been good to you. Yeah, true, true. Definitely agree there with you. Uh, tell me, why do you think... I agree with you that today's day and age, the internet, the technology that we have, the learning technologies, how you can quickly learn, like you mentioned, enables us, like... I cannot explain what type of opportunities. So why do, do people still have excuses and why do people still stuck? And when I was personally in the United States, why I saw, like, thousands and thousands of people on, on the streets homeless. I didn't get that point. Like, why do you think that's the reason? Good question. Want to hit that first? Um, <clears throat> I think it has a, a lot to do with, I think, being, you know, bombarded by a lot of different things when it comes to technology, being distracted by a lot of things, but also being spoiled. I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, a lot of people... <clears throat> they take, don't take it for granted. Yeah, they take a lot of things for granted and they don't go through enough in life to when something bad finally happens or if they find some type of hardship, they won't know how to handle it because they've never been through shit. Right. Yeah, that, that that's a big point. Uh, a lot of times, yeah, like you said, people are not grateful for the, they don't see what they have, uh, they're spoiled, but uh, they're not, you know, they're not, they're preconditioned. Mm -hmm. People are preconditioned to, 
not think for themselves. You know, they kind of go with the flow of what everyone's doing, and what everyone's doing might not be the best for themselves. You know, they're trying to fit in, or they're trying to. Even right now, like you said, there's so many opportunities, but there's so many, there's just as many distractions, if not more. It's like this, right? We always talk about we have a laptop, we have a phone. You're in business. You have you have the internet. You're in business. You can go to school, right? You can yeah. you can start a business. You can you can make money. You can communicate with people. You can communicate with people across the world, like we're doing right now. But you can also sit there and you can watch movies all day. You know, you can sit there and you can just waste time. You can sit there and you can you know do unproductive stuff. Be on Instagram scrolling. You know, they have that feature where you can check how long you've been on Instagram. But sometimes we catch ourselves on there way too long. You know, three hours a day. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's three hours. So, it's it's about really buckling down on what your goal is, what your vision is, and then working backwards. It's about those little things that set yourself apart, like the little habits you have, the little disciplines you create, the your morning habits. You know, the way you reward yourself, reward system, the balance. It's all about balance, right? You can't just work twenty four seven. You're gonna burn out. Yeah, you can do that. How long is it gonna last? You gotta balance a little bit. You gotta make sure your family's attended to. You gotta make sure your health. You know, a lot of times we forgot we were working so much to get to eat. You know, and then we're just buying fast food. You know, like, and then we finally realize that hey, there's no point in being rich and bedridden. Yeah, true. If you if your health is lost due to poor maintenance of your body. <laughs> poor maintenance. Okay, that's a good. I like the way you said that. Poor yeah. maintenance. We gotta maintain it, right? Yeah. So we we figured out we just started doing different things. I mean, little things like. Actually, big things like stop drinking alcohol or stop eating meat. We didn't eat meat for two months. We're like, hey, let's 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 do a detox, and then we just held each other accountable. So you got to find a a partner like this. That's that's one thing too. We talk about surrounding yourself with a mastermind group. Have a partner that can keep you accountable. That has the same vision, the same goal. That knows your strengths. That builds on your strengths. That covers your weaknesses. You know, then using technology to your advantage. Because we wrote this in the book too. Technology is a lot of pros and a lot of cons, right? Perfect example. When's the last time someone memorized someone's phone number? Oh. You don't have to anymore. Yeah. It's true. Saved. When's the last time you got to memorize an address? You don't. You just GPS it. You know. So there's a lot of things that technology kind of dumbs you down, but it's all about how you use it. Yeah, but right? with, with technology, you can make a lot of money like quite fast if you use it properly, right? You might Very not fast. remember the number, but if you use it smartly and not on Netflix, you can build a business, you can build an income. You don't you don't have to be rich, but at least you don't have to live on the street. hundred percent. You know, people used to say it takes money to make money. With the internet, that's not the case anymore. Yeah. You can literally make money with zero dollars. Yeah. You can literally connect the dots. You can you know you can order services. You can sell services. You can um, create and resell. You can you know you can barter. And you can broker different trades. Just connect the dots for people. Yeah, true, true. I think most you can make a lot of money if you're a good connector. If I if yeah, I bring you business for your branding company, you will pay me I don't know ten twenty percent commission. And if the deal is like, let's say ten thousand dollars, I can earn one thousand to two thousand dollars. And I just connected the dots. Easy. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. And we actually have that referral program. We have we have fifteen percent. Fifteen. Okay. So. Fifteen percent and dinner every time. <laughs> okay, so I assume you guys are building your company remotely, right? Yeah. So we have us uh, two. Uh, we have a couple of strategic partners uh, here for different kind of projects. So we're in a lot of industries. We've done uh, 
oil and gas clients, we've done healthcare clients, we've done architecture clients. So we have a little, you know, corporate group of people that bring us business, strategic partners, mentors, associates, right? Mm-hmm. Then we have creatives. You have your artists, you have your entrepreneurs, you have your speakers, you have your authors, you have your clothing line, small businesses. We have another set of, you know, team for that. Um, partially the reason we built our team overseas and everywhere we built our team for us. We have so many projects that we're doing, so we wanted to get people involved. We wanted to help them unlock the best version of ourselves. Um, we got people, man, all over the world. Uh, a lot of our team is in uh, Philippines, um, Netherlands, <laughs> Pakistan, you know, Mexico. Uh, you know, because we have a real estate business, so we need cold callers in Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have graphic designers all over the place. We have web developers. That, because there's talent all over the world, right? Yeah. And we want to give them opportunity. And the way we do it, long-term, mutually beneficial relationship. Long-term, mutually beneficial relationship. So once we work with someone, we want to be, we want to work with them forever. We want them to grow with us. Yeah. Because we both experienced bad partnerships. We both experienced um, just people not with the same work ethic, with uh, with different hidden agendas. So we had to deal with those four, five, six, four, five. Hey, this is, you know, people have the same vision. And, you know, every once in a while we'll still experience that where someone doesn't have the same work ethic and principle and morals and they'll try to take a shortcut or they won't deliver on their end. But we're getting so good. We're, we're vibrating so high that it's not affecting us after a while. Even if we take $2,000, $3,000 loss, we're like, I'm moving on. Um, and minimize that risk and then move on, you know? Because yeah. now the problem is, the way we say it, you know, at least for us, you know, they might have screwed us for a couple of K or even up to $50,000 they've screwed us, but we could have made $50 million together, so they're lost. Yeah, true, if you think about it. So so you guys create a higher frequency in your remote team and some of them will follow you and just like, like upgrade to your frequency and some of them just fall out flat, right? So, so exactly, exactly. So definitely, there is a lot of talent in in all over the world. How do you guys actually find a good talent? I mean, how can you filter through through so much freelancer, contractors, outsourcing companies? I mean, how do you find good talent? What is your frequency strategy <laughs> to attract yeah, them? That's a good question. How did you find everybody, Ali? <laughs> um, uh, like you're saying, I kind of, I'm kind of, we're both good at it, but he's more on the creative side. Uh, he's more on operations. Once they're onboarded, Sean will lock them in. But I'll, I'll kind of do the initial screening. Uh, I'm really, I, I, I say that I've studied a lot of strategy and structure. So I like structuring a business and you know creating the systems and processes. So whenever we need someone for a role, it's literally laid out. This is what I need you to do. This is how I need you to do it. This is the timeline. Um, and it's laid out to a point where it's just plug and play. And then we pretty much just see the ball is in your court. So I'll give you an example. We went through, you know, 15, 20 different people overseas. Mm-hmm. But once we found that core team, now the structure is so solid that we can we can catch it instantly. You know, if someone's bullshitting or someone doesn't, you know, deliver on their promises or someone, you know, oversold their, uh, their skill set, mm-hmm. we know. And then we have two remote people that are really just as good. And then, like I said, after we've onboarded them by testing them, their, uh, you know, their, their skill set, Sean will lock them in by keeping them motivated. So he's big on rewarding people. So, you know, a project goes really well. You know, we make our, you know, five, ten thousand, whatever. 
we'll go and buy them a computer, you know, an iMac. Or our graphic designers will get them a Wacom pad, you know. Mm-hmm. So now they're motivated because now we're supplying them with, you know, little gear and incentives. Um, Sean's family's in the jewelry industry, so our next gift to our one of our head uh, remote uh, um, team members is getting him a nice chain mm-hmm. and a watch. So now we're going to lock him in, you know? Yeah. Because he's going to be incentivized because, uh, you know, we believe in taking care of your team. And a lot of people, they want to take the route of, hey, let me get the cheapest let me get the cheapest talent. Or let me get the, let me let me see how I can you know maximize our dollar by you know covering that margin or selling really high and buying really low. We don't believe in that, man. That's only gonna work so long. Yeah. Um, you know, if you pay someone a little bit more, uh, if you value them, you teach them stuff like, man, we send books. Simple as that. Send a book. We send a book for the whole team. Y'all y'all set it up. We give them inside knowledge. We we showed them how to run a business. You know, we give them that incentive we give them that motivation that hey you're 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 a valued team member you're a boss in our team everyone's a boss in our team right and so pay them a little higher pay them you know but obviously it's value based you don't want to start someone hey i'm going to start you off at 20 dollars an hour you know yeah, like, yeah work your way up give them that incentive to work their way up but do incentivize it so the way you you find talent is set your processes so well okay do it yourself. You got to lead by example, right? So we go and we have our, you know, design process. We come here and we do our mood board. We do our stylescape. We do our idea, you know, creative map. We map it all out. Mm-hmm. Here's the, here's the, how to do it, when to do it, how long it's gonna take. Here's the timeline. You know, break everything down, and then we do stuff like record the video. Record the video, put it up on Google Classroom, and now they have a training video that they can refer to anytime. You know? Google Classroom. Okay, I like that. I have to check that for my team. Yeah, uh, so you never, uh, so biggest thing, man, using technology, uh, Google Suites, G Suites, yeah, that's yeah, a whole I use CRM. That. You have Google Sheets, it's like Excel, you have uh, um, Google Sheets, you have uh, Google Docs, you have uh, Google, Google Keep, Slides, you have Google Slides, all that. So we do a pitch decks there, we, um, Google Classroom, you can literally upload your, your uh, curriculum, uh, lesson one, lesson two, lesson three, make sure people complete it. Um, you know, when you have a remote team, have a tracking software, you know, use something like Clockify or Teamwork um, yeah. to track the project. And um, did I answer your question? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just wanted to uh, do a summary. So, first of all, the most important part of hiring remotely to come to your frequency or to attract to your frequency, you need to write them exactly what's expected, exactly the process, the SOPs, uh, KPIs the timeline 100%. 100 uh keep them accountable through technology like time doctor for time tracking for example just like that yeah etc and i assume uh you give them like a short tasks you give them short yeah. tasks to to prove themselves and the ones that don't perform they just go down and the incentive to come to your frequency is you they maybe start at the first ladder but you show them the ladder that if they start like three dollars an hour let's say you show them that they can reach thirty dollars an hour by going step by step etc etc well said man that's exactly it Um, yeah you want to structure your process so well that someone can literally pick up but we'll do some stuff every once in a while where we'll, we'll give them a lot of times we'll give them creative control hey this is the objective you figure it out, right? Nice. So sometimes we do that too. The reason we do that is for more creative projects. We want to see how 
someone thinks. You know, you don't want to teach. You don't want to tell someone what to think. Yeah. You might have to do that in the beginning, but that's, see, that's the problem with education. They tell you what to think, not how to think. You want to teach people how to think. But no matter what situation, they're able to adapt. They're able to think on their feet. They're able to pull resources because the, one of the biggest things for us is being resourceful. You know, every we're here to answer questions. We're here to, you know, like I said, we make it easy as possible. But we want someone who can figure it out themselves. You know, they're self, they're problem solvers, and that's what they get paid to do. Yeah. Um, that's what we get paid to do. We solve problems. Oh, you're having problem, you know, getting traffic to your website. We'll show you a way. You know, you're having problem. You know, your logo doesn't catch attention. You know, you don't have a nice business cards that people save in their pocket. We have a solution. So problem solvers. Yeah. A couple things we look for is people with uh, charisma, people that solve problems, and people that are very disciplined. So they take directions well. And give them autonomy so they can make decision on their own. Always, always. You lay it out in the beginning, but you want to give them creative control and autonomy so they they can figure it out. Do you get, give them at the beginning or first of all, it's no. like... Uh... They got to work their way up. Okay. So remember, if you, if, if, you, if you keep it too vague, they're not going to know. Don't set them up to fail. Okay. When you're, when you're having a team, don't set them up to fail. Even for us, Sean, you take care of creative, you take care of client relations, you take care of you know uh, maintaining the accounts. You, you take care of creating those relationships. I'll do operations. I'll do systems. I'll do the accounting. Um, we'll go to the big meetings together. But you handle this, I'll handle this. And if you lay that out in the beginning, there's no confusion. People are not stepping over each other's feet. Obviously, in a smaller startup environment, people have multiple roles. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be doing everything together. You might be doing, you know, overlaps. But if you create a foundation, um, there's two books to read. Traction by Gino Wickman and Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. You read these books on business, they teach you how to structure everything. When you structure everything, everything's laid out. So there's no confusion. And everybody knows what, what's his roles and responsibility, obligations, what's expected, etc. Correct. And then a lot of times we do, you know, it's, it's structuring your business. It's the same thing as structuring your life. We have our weekly meetings with the team. All mm -hmm. the whole team will get on a Zoom call or like 15 people on Zoom and we're just talking. And we're just like, hey, we're kind of getting feedback from everyone. Hey, you know, tell me what issues they're having. Um, you know, well, what's working, what's not working, anything we can solve, any communication issues. I mean, because it happens, you know, sometimes, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, someone's late. It's, it's remote. Remember, you yeah. think about people are overseas. And if we're driving, I don't have access to the Internet right now. So, I mean, I have Internet, but I don't have, I can't get on my computer and email you something. So it might be a little late. So just catch it up on optimizing little tweaks, you know? Mm -hmm. Because you have uh, multiple teams overseas, how do you solve the cultural differences? Because some uh, people, usually from India or Philippines, they are like process structure based. You have to be doing A, B, C. You cannot skip anything. It has to be step by step. And then you're, you're mentioning I'm giving you autonomy. How, how do you accept that? How do you figure that out? We build our own culture. Nice so answer. We, 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 since we are uh, kind of around in different countries, different cultures, you know, because we personally, we don't see color. We love everyone. doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown, eat all kinds of food, listen to all kinds of music. That's just how we are personally. So we're able to adapt. But we build our own culture so they fit into our culture, mm -hmm. you know. So there, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. We say, um, I say, uh, no problem, brother, with the brother, B-R-O-T-H-A, uh -huh. right? 
all the time. Say, thank you, sir. And like, no problem, brother. And so now I, I we I can see my VA saying that back to me. So it's funny. That's not how they talk. Yeah. But we adapt. So they say that all the time. No problem, brother. Thank you, brother. Like that. Or like, no problem, G. So like, it's so funny to see that, um, you know, assimilation. And they, they're using the same lingo that we use. So building the culture. Uh, thanks, you know, thanks, bro. Any other examples you can think of? Just like, what's up? What's up, bro? With the 20 O's. <laughs> like, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. The kind's one thing, I say authentic. We're just ourselves, and so people, we want them to be themselves. Obviously, we want them to be the best version, not just themselves, best version of themselves. So if someone has communication issues, we help them tweak that. Mm-hmm. If someone has, you know, confidence issues, hey, we instill some confidence. If someone is, you know, hesitant or they're indecisive, we show them how to... Like our head VA, uh, our, our head uh, VA is, is in Philippines. His name is Klein, probably mm-hmm. one of the top ten designers in the world. Um, so he's very, very, he's molded. In the last year, we've been working with him. Now, like we don't have to finish our sentence. We'll start something, and he'll be got it. He got it. Already got it, bro. Thanks, thanks, brother. And then he's done. And so it, we built that. You know, and he wasn't always like that. You know, in the beginning, I, we had to sit there, and there was meetings till two in the morning where we're explaining every part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one. Her name is Martha. She uh, she has better English than us. Really? <laughs> and she'll yeah, she's 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 good at sales. Um, but she had that foundation. We helped develop it, and so now she's good, man. And now she can train other people. So it's developing. It's it's about helping everyone create their own frequency. So now Martha is so good at what she does. She's confident. She's you know, well-rounded, she's good at sales, giving her tips and, you know, here, here's a book, go read Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. In sales, that comes in handy. For Klein, you know, you, you know, read, uh, it's a good creative book. Um, the big book of, for, for creative people. Um, there's, there's a bunch of stuff. You know, you don't just, we don't just give them, like, books based on what they do. We try to, you know, help them gain knowledge elsewhere. Right, so either like mental health and stuff like that. So now Klein started doing meditation and stuff like that, and he's been opening up to a lot more books and stuff like that. So he's trying to learn a lot of stuff. Oh, he he gets his workout in the morning. Uh, he he wakes up and he's just like at the gym. You know, I'll be right back. And so he's changed his entire routine since since messing with us. Entire routine. He got his own loft. He has he's living nice. He has the balcony views outside, and he'll be drinking his coffee. Doing yeah, a little he, art. <laughs> yeah, so we took care of him, man. The Filipino peso is 50, 50 Filipino pesos to one dollar, and so I'm not gonna tell you how much we paid him, but he made more than a doctor. So now everyone's happy. Klein's happy. He's locked in for life. Um, he's uh, becoming well-rounded, um, and we're proud of that, you know. Because actually, the next step is we're working on his visa to come to the United States. We're gonna bring him out for a year. I mean, uh, for a week, um, but. Visa's taking forever, so we're thinking about going to the Philippines ourselves and just, you know, we haven't met. We talk every day. I haven't met for a year. It's hard to build our relationship and also have a little bit of fun. Yeah, you'll, ha- you'll have fun in, in, in the Philippines. I was there a few years ago. Oh, yeah? Where'd you stay? Uh, I was everywhere. I think the biggest place is uh, Cebu for uh, outsourcing. I okay. was in Malila, in Cebu. 
the islands. Don't remember Palawan Islands. Yeah. Palawan. Oh, that's where we want to go. Palawan Islands was a good place. So to come back to your uh, remote teams, basically what what I hear here is you guys are kind of seeing your team as a family, and then you're just helping them out solve their problem and develop themselves without afraid that you're going to let's say lose them after they become so great. In, in what they do uh, I, I think i think that well of course we never expect that because i feel like like I, like we said before i feel like it would be your loss if you did that mm -hmm. so i think that's why we do it with an open heart right i mean at the same time it's like you do, you do got to be careful yeah because it's always that way right if, if we lose you you lose us and that's okay hopefully you've learned a lot and you can you know I, i'll i'll still take a little bit of credit if i see you yeah. <laughs> if i see you use some of our tactics and the things that we touch that's okay with me see, you know in, in in the united states when someone's working with you i mean that happens a lot people take a little bit of knowledge they, they take your secrets and they go elsewhere or they start their own right yeah that happens you can make them sign an ncnda a non-compete non-disclosure mm -hmm. i mean cool that work how are you gonna how are you gonna uphold that in world court you know no one's yeah. gonna you go to Pakistan, India, you know, Philippines, Mexico, no one's going to care. Like, all right, you know, we did it first. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little risk, but we're doing it with the the open heart, like he said, to we, we want to lock them in for life. Like we got we got our select we got our extended team, but we got our select few that I mean that's that's literally family now. To <laughs> prove our value right? by by telling them certain things and showing them, you know, certain skills that we have to make them feel and put their trust in us and our knowledge and kinda, you know tag for the ride so, so so you put them in your frequency and once they feel the frequency and it's good they are as you said locked for life exactly um that yeah exactly yeah, yeah. once uh once people feel the energy man energy doesn't lie you know sometimes men and women lie numbers are messed up but energy you can't lie uh true so energy speaks before you do so i mean we really believe in that me and him keep our yeah, energy we high. We had a conversation uh, yesterday about, I don't know if you know what Chick-fil-A is. Uh, no. Not so Chick-fil-A is, 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 a, is, a, is a place in the U.S. that sure. sells, a fast food place that sells chicken sandwiches. No, high-end okay. high fast food. High-end fast food chicken sandwiches. They, it seems high-end because of the reason I'm about to tell you right now. Their customer service is, oh, okay. uh, is unreal. Okay, and these are these are normal people who would either work at Burger King and McDonald's and everywhere else. They just so happen to work at Chick Fil A. They just so happen to get trained by the you know the people at Chick Fil A. And you start to notice it's a type of place, and I swear I, I this is very real. Okay, this is very real. The employees and the clients, right? Everybody's energy changes when you walk into a Chick-fil-A. I don't care who it is, okay? So everybody working there, they might not be the nicest people in the world, but you will not notice from their training, you will not notice that. You would think that this is the nicest human being you've ever met that's serving you your chicken sandwich. And because of that, you have no choice but to be nice as well. It's kind of like being in Canada all the time. <laughs> right? It's kind of what it's like, and, and, and energy doesn't lie, man. And it really feels that way. I swear to God, it really feels like 
people can go come home from a long day at work, pick up their kids, and, and go to Chick Fil A and, and be happy. It's weird, but it's, it's so true. I think it's so real. They have they have customer service training before you learn anything about food. So they're like, you know, all the time, hi, hey, thanks for coming, have a blessed day, please, thank you. Would you like anything? Like very, my, very. My, my pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. My pleasure. Like that's and it's just like. It just works, man, and it really does create a certain energy. Every time I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm happy. No, it's true. That's why you want to go often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah definitely, I, I would like to visit that place. Oh, no, I need some. Trust me, the lines are, uh, the drive-thru lines are crazy. Sometimes like 20, 30, 40 people. But everyone's happy. Everyone's happy because they're about to get their sandwich. Yes. Nobody is swearing on because it's a... For it. 30, 40, yeah. people are willing to wait because of these reasons. They created that image for themselves and now they become so successful based off that model. It's genius. Wow, nice one. So definitely with so much negativity from social media and, and everywhere, how do you guys create your positive frequency in your remote team? It's different when you're in person, you can feel the energy, right? But how can you transfer your positive frequency to your remote team that's something that i think it's a good topic um like i said we rec we recommend them books to read that'll help them out you know, like hey this is a new song where everyone's jamming to here listen to this track you know kind of like we'll have a team meeting where everyone is listening to the same music you know uh, um we incentivize them we keep them motivated you know like daily affirmations we give them shout outs like we'll, we'll actually you know send them like we'll send them artists to listen to and stuff like that because we a lot of people don't have a lot of time i personally take certain time out of my time in order to find a lot of music a lot of underground mm -hmm. music there's so much talent so much talent what i would consider good music not like the trendy music and the music that has a mission behind it that we're not going to talk about we don't know what's going on but there's so much good stuff out there that you know you try to give them this and just like the books and everything else but also on social media right telling them to follow the right things and follow the right people and follow things that matter i mean it's it's, it's up to you what you follow technically you don't even have to follow anyone you can just follow hashtags right like on yeah. instagram and stuff like that you can just follow hashtags you don't have to have any followers and stuff like that so you don't have those distractions you have specifics that you follow like graphic design or hashtag arts hashtag nba basketball and hashtag you know whatever you want to see it's really up to you see a lot of people use social media to start comparing themselves it naturally happens right you see like, oh i'm 25 i see this 20 year old you know millionaire on a private island you know you start comparing yeah. yourself um but at the same time that's one out of 10 million people you know what about nine the nine million other people doing whatever yeah so it's all about cleaning up your feed only putting positive stuff in your mind and body man there's a thing about it. if you if you listen to negative music all the time when you gotta start thinking you gotta thinking you gotta start thinking on that low frequency if you start you know always talking about killing people and drugs and this and that that's what you're gonna talk about if you you know always listen to you know stuff about like i said negativity that's what you're gonna be surrounded with if you're around people that complain five six you know times a minute it's naturally going to be like oh it's too hot oh man my my bones hurt ah oh, this whatever as opposed to man i feel great let's get up and do this whatever the case may be oh, this is not an obstacle this is a lesson let's, let's you know so it's all about the perspective uh, 
Yeah, so, so create a positive environment in your remote team by basically telling them what to feed their brain with positive thoughts, and it's their choice if they want to to yeah. follow it or of course anybody or not. Me, Just influence, lead by example. I mean, the best thing yeah. we're gonna do is you know after. In about two months, for the rest of our life, and anyone's having trouble, we're just going to be like, hey, bro, here's Create Your Frequency. Just read this book, and we'll talk right after that, right? That's what we're going to start doing, literally. <laughs> like, hey, I know you're stressed out. I know you might not be in the best cinema here. Here you go. Read this. Uh, read why you're in, in a best, bad situation right. and read, how read you can how change it. it. It's, not, it's not huge moves. There are little minor things you can do. Literally, very little minor things you do to kind of set yourself up for success. Very simple things like, Philip, do you use a planner? Yeah. Okay. Do you have it? Uh, Show me. Yeah. Boom, right there. We have a planner for two or three different projects. He has like five, he has little planners he keeps in his pocket, like stuff, you know, when you think about something, write it down. So planning your day, organizing your brain helps a lot, right? I'll give you an example. We were talking to someone the other day, you know, someone who's kind of, up and coming entrepreneur, we asked him, hey, what's your goal for 2020? How much you want to make? He said, a lot of money. And then we showed him how much, by when, how. So laying everything down to detail, you know. So Sean, how do you keep keep yourself organized with five planners? I mean, <laughs> that's I lost my mind there. Yeah, I just I use know, one. I, to be honest, sometimes I lose track of which ones are in, what information is in which planner, but... I don't know, I'm weird like that, right? Like, I was always the kid growing up who like to switch all of his wallpapers on his phone, you know? Uh -huh. Like, that was me. That's what I like to do. So it's kind of the same thing with the planners. It's more just different styles. I kind of like, sometimes I even use them as a fashion statement. Who knows? But my main one is my little black one that I have, and I bought a... I don't have it on... What is it? My little planner. Oh, yeah. Like, so yeah. it has a... You can find these pens, right? These pens that come on keychain. Me, me personally, I just use one uh, notebook. I learned that I, I, I do things that I write with hand and pen and paper when I use let's say digital stuff like many task project management I, I tried it doesn't work for me but if i see it like visually that i wrote it it, it, it will happen sorry i just jumped in that's a good point um even though we use technology for everything man literally bro we always have our laptops we always have our phones we have two phones like camera always you know shooting content whatever for doing stuff like that planning your day Use the old school method. Use a planner. Write it down. Cross it out when you're done. Plan your day the day before. Plan your week out. Plan your month out. You know, visualize it. It's it's a different it's a different method than using a digital calendar. You know, that yeah. has a reminder sent to you. You know, so a couple of things, man. We don't use technology for so. You know, meditation. Turn everything off before you go to sleep. Turn everything off. I definitely want to mention uh, impact theory. Oh yeah, we do. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Just I don't know if anybody has on the show or or not, but definitely recommend impact theory. 
podcast interview show with Tom Bilyeu, the founder of Quest Nutrition. You just look it up on YouTube. He definitely, uh, he speaks to some of the most powerful and successful people in the world, mentally and physically and financially. And, uh, and spiritually. And spiritually. And you learn a lot from these people. And I always recommend trying to implement one thing that you learn from almost each person, whatever thing that you feel like you can add to your arsenal and your skill set, and definitely try to do those things because these people tell you their stories. They tell you how they made it. They tell you what hardships they went through and how they overcome them. And I think it, you know, people can learn a lot from that, especially if they don't want to read and stuff like that. If you feel like you're lazy or you don't like to read, instead of watching an episode on Netflix, watch an episode of Impact Theory. You know, at least at least once every couple of days. Just yeah, like it's that. free and it's inf- impactful. I, I I watched Tom. It's it's really great guy, and a yeah. good interviewer. 100% very good interview. He's very smart, man. After you, you know, he yeah. has good questions, all that. So yeah. he's making himself smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's setting himself up for success, you know. Um, but on that note, everything, man. Um, optimize your day. You know, once in a while, if you're in traffic, don't listen to music. Put on a podcast. Put on a put on an audiobook. Listen to it on 1.5 speed. Now, instead of reading one book a month, you can knock out one book a week. You know? Yeah. These are those small tweaks, right? The small discipline acts that you have to make. The small, you know, it's hard. It's not easy all the time. A lot of times you're going to want to listen to music. You're going to want to watch Netflix. You're going to want to play video game. But it's all about balance, right? It's all about that reward system. Kind of giving yourself like, okay, hold on. How many times have I, have I played games this week? Or how many times have I listen to music in my car this week like today i'm gonna read listen to a book or whatever it may be and it's not always easy but you just kind of have to do it and once it's done it's done right, on to the next thing how would you structure your day can you give an example because you've i i assume you've digest dozens of books how how to optimize your day So how can you optimize yeah. your day? What, what's the best tips that you can give for us? And all the stuff, I mean, we, we said this in the book about 10 times. There's no right or wrong way. It's what works for you. Okay, what works okay. for me might not be what works for him. What works for us might not be what works for you. So you find out what works for you. Absorb from different sources and create your own structure. Create your own frequency, man. So that's what you got to do. Um, I would say structuring your time out so you wake up the same time and sleep the same time every day. That's the first thing okay. you can do. You, in between, you can schedule, schedule for, you know, schedule your meals same time every day. On that note, you know, like oh, we'll keep diving into all these. Scheduling a meal, what does that mean? That means you go meal prep. So you don't have to worry about food. Now you save money, you eat healthier, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to stress about it. Meal prep, then Workout, get a gym membership, keep someone accountable. Now create a workout routine. Now when you're eating healthy and you're working out, now you're doing your body really well. Now in the morning and the evenings, you do a little meditation, 15 minutes. Close your eyes, do a lot of breathing techniques. Go in a sauna, go in a steam room, okay? Now in between, you know, schedule time to read a little bit. If you don't want to read, you don't want to physically sit here and have the discipline of reading a book, listen to audiobooks. You know, on the way, you know, home from driving. Get or in the sauna. Or in the sauna, yeah. Put it in the gym. Perfect. Headphones, that's it. Um, you know, schedule time for some learning. Of course, when you're learning and reading all these books and listening to all the podcasts, there's no point in just learning and not doing shit about it. Start implementing one thing. If, you learn, if you're reading something about the human body, start implementing that. 
if you're eating something, all right, don't eat meat. Let's not eat meat for a little bit. Let's, you know, let's try a keto diet or a veggie diet or a vegan diet, whatever. So it's whatever you learn, implement it, man. Implement one thing at a time, baby steps. Um, plan your day the day before. Use a planner. Um, use technology to your advantage. You know, get on instead of getting on Facebook or Instagram, this and that. Go on, you know, different platforms. YouTube is, you know, an excellent resource you can learn from. You can go to, um, you can learn anything. Literally type in whatever you want. How to speed read. How to use a camera. How to work out. Um, how to play the guitar. You know, anything you want. Just Google it. And so we recommend people, people spending a little bit of time learning. So make sure you're learn every day you know at least at least one thing every day like did i learn something today something did i give my did i give my brain some knowledge today that's it you, that can go a long way just that alone just giving yourself that one that one thing nice one i think your book is quite interesting summary how to optimize your life and i like the title create your frequency really yeah, really nice one this is yeah, the sure. second last copy, right? Um, this is the author copy. We're still making some tweaks. There's a lot of edits. Um, needs okay. to be done. A lot of external edits too. It yeah, look we, like we, we read it, but this is the idea. It says create your frequency. We like that yellow, uh, goldish yellow color. Um, infinity Yeah, infinity logo. Um, because your exactly your your uh, frequency, your legacy is infinite, lasts forever. And then it says designing a mindset that creates ripples in every aspect of your lifestyle. Um, and on the back we have quote says the best way to predict the future is to create it. So, nice. so that's what you do. You're going to create it. You know, you, you set yourself up for success by doing these little things, surrounding yourself with the right people, learning the right stuff, doing the right things. So cool. yeah, excited. Uh, me too. I'm definitely getting that book. Maybe the physical copy. I cannot get it in Europe at this point, but probably there will be a digital rebook or something like that. Yeah, all that's going to come out. Um, actually, you can order it. Uh, the, the website's live. We're doing pre-orders, createyourfrequency.com, but um, okay. we'll send you a copy personally, Philip. Don't worry. Perfect. We'll Looking forward to read it. We'll only charge you $100 for shipping. The book is free. <laughs> the drop shipping techniques. Everything yeah, is free. Just pay shipping. <laughs> Just pay shipping. Right, right. So, <laughs> I know. Yeah, don't worry. We, we, we want to get into your hands, you know, um, create that mutually beneficial relationship whenever you have uh, you know, different guests on your podcast, hand them the book, you know, get their feedback on it. Uh, we're going to do a whole campaign, which we're starting in the next couple of days. Uh, the mm -hmm. campaign is to create your frequency campaign. We'll have a lot of uh, people that are influential doing what they're good at and telling the camera that they're creating the frequency. A couple of examples, um, it could be an NBA player doing a dunk, a football player catch, doing a catch and saying, hey, this mm -hmm. is XYZ, I'm creating my frequency. You know, um, nice. someone who does skydiving, hey, my name is Chris and I'm creating my frequency and then jump out of plane and like stuff like that. So even you, hey, this is Philip and I'm creating my frequency. Boom, you have, you know, a bunch of, um, people on your podcast you're a host uh philip what do you what do you do besides on the podcast you want to tell us a little bit about yourself we never asked yeah 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 sure uh i'm a salesperson i do sales consulting i'm a fiverr seller i sell my services on upwork and also i work remotely for one company as a sales director so nice everything related with sales and the podcast is I, I I want to use it as a knowledge base for everybody that is trying to to go remotely because 
five years ago I didn't have any money, I had to figure it out, I had to be resourceful. So I discovered freelancing, Then back then it was Autodesk, now it's Upwork, and I created my profile there, find clients, and just went to the remote world six, five, six years ago. So after yeah, that, I managed to travel like, I don't know, around 30 countries. This year, I was three, four months outside my, my country. So. Badass. That's awesome, man. That's how it's supposed to be, man. There's a lot of stuff to see in this, in this world, and I think everybody should try their best to try to see everything because you know, there's so much to experience, so many different cultures, so many different type of foods and people and energy. and It's a beautiful world, man. And, and yeah, even some definitely. of the and even some of the poorest places, it's a beautiful world. Right. Yeah. There's beauty in the struggle too, you know, and I feel like everybody has to see that as well, especially if you come from, you know, I'm from New Orleans here in, in, in the U.S., Louisiana, which is not a very nice place, you know, uh, externally, not a very nice place. But uh, it's the murder capital of the world. Yeah. So it's all that. Well, yeah, it, yeah, like you said, it's, it's the murder capital of the United States for the past however many years. Um, but you know, going to certain, I think the biggest one for me, I know for him is probably Pakistan. I know it's the biggest one for him uh, as as like an eye opener. Uh, for me, it was Morocco. You know, going there and, and seeing this, these places like this, and that's when you just realize that if you can't find motivation in that, then there's nothing that can motivate you. All right, if you can't find motivation in seeing so many kids begging on the street. And knowing that when you were this kid's age, you were probably playing Nintendo and didn't have anything to worry about. That's crazy, right? When you think about it, that's that's something that is definitely, for somebody like me, it's definitely motivating. And one of the reasons I love to travel, besides all the other things, right? Just you talk about sceneries, you talk about infrastructure, you talk about people, you talk about Canada. And that's why I mentioned it earlier, I think, Canada has that type of culture where it's a lot of non-judgmental, very kind people. And I feel like that goes a long way. People in Canada seem to be pretty happy because of it. I guess they have a good structure and value-based system. So It's crazy. It's crazy. When I went, I went to Vancouver and I had some of the most crazy human experiences that I've ever had, which is when it comes to kindness and people. Like, I've never seen people do some of the things that they did for other people that they do not know. And they know I wasn't from there. They knew that I wasn't from there. You, you should visit uh, the Balkans. You should visit Macedonia to see the friendliness that you will receive here. And I love I love that type of stuff, man. You know, it's, it's, I feel like it's the way we all should be. Because yeah. There's nothing better, man. There's no, there's no point of of having all these issues and having war and all these things, we should all have peace, right? Because we experience peace. Why can't we all just, why can't we all just be like we're a Chick-fil-A all the time? Because I think a lot of people had to get together and create the frequency of that that's, that's why we that, that positivity. Like hopefully, hopefully we can, you know, spread and, 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 the book as much as possible to so many people and help a lot of people create their own frequency, their own happiness, their own discipline. It's it's not easy, but it is easy. You know, it's a lot. 
I always tell people it's a lot easier to be good than bad. True. But but you need to be aware of it. Okay, guys. So to, to wrap it up, tell me how can people find you on Instagram? I think you're most mostly there active. Uh, we're all over the place on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. But uh, there's two of us. So okay. At create your frequency, just like just the way it's spelled. And then his is at create your frequency. But instead of the C-R-E-A-T-E, it's C-R-E-8. Eight number. Yeah, C-R-E-8, just like that, okay. the eight number. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, nice. To create your frequency, and then obviously createyourfrequency.com. Y'all check out the book. And once you start doing this campaign, let us know what's your favorite chapter, which one kind of impacted you. Um, connect with us, man. We're active on social media. We're, you know, we, we promote fashion, music, art, we didn't, we didn't get books. To, we didn't get to mention uh, they're not done out here on this copy, but we didn't get to mention some of our art pieces. Um, oh, you, you do have, this, okay. This is this is for effective communication. Every chapter has their own illustration. It was mm -hmm. done by Howie Wonder. Uh, he's a famous collage artist on Instagram. I think he has about 200,000 followers, but he, uh, he did all the illustrations in the book. So it was another way of us making the book kind of unique and a little artsy. We're just promoting what we like, man. Fashion, art, music, business, <laughs> technology, motivation, all that. So literally a combination, everything's in this book. And and the main topic is positivity and good energy. Yeah. And anything you do, keep the energy super high. So Okay. So guys, if you want to check out the book, read it, give their give your opinion amp up your frequency i know you're you're listening to a lot of bullshit on on tvs on media friends etc i think this book it's a good refreshment to keep you in balance and as i mentioned create your frequencies i'm definitely reading this book i'll give you feedback and i can create a video of what i learned i'm just curious to see you how it's that. going to affect me that's perfect that's yeah perfect yeah All right. so guys uh thank you for being part of the remote preneurs podcast and for everybody, you can check me out on Instagram at remotepreneurs. The website is the same, remotepreneurs.com. I'm going to release show notes with all the books that Ali and Sean mentioned. Link to their book that you can check it out and everything else. So thanks for staying, listening or watching, whatever you can find this episode. And see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. All right, Philip. Take care, buddy. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the podcast to be the first to hear new episodes. And if you feel that this episode provided you with value, we invite you to share this podcast with a friend that is trying to escape the matrix and create his or her own remote economy. Visit remotepreneurs.com and join the email list to receive this episode's show notes and a welcoming gift.